Yesterday we started our discussion of the heter, the leniency of Baila Be'ir, when a woman's husband is in town, that allows for uh, seclusion, that allows for uh, a heter for yichud. Um, and we mentioned that there are two basic reasons, two basic understandings of the mechanism of how Baila Be'ir works. Um, one is Rashi, who says, very practically speaking, that she'll, she suspects that her husband may come in at any moment, and they'll, she'll be, they'll, therefore she'll be more inhibited. And uh, then there's the, um, the Rambam, and, and uh, more explicitly in Achron, like the Chazanish, who say that it's not, a, it's not a physical phenomenon, but it's a psychological one. And a woman, when, when her husband is around, when he's in the same city, there's a certain uh, consciousness that, that, gets, uh, that is applied to that situation. So those are the two ways of going about this. So it has, I'll give you three nafkaminas, three cases in which this understanding makes a difference. Uh, Number one, if a husband works in, um, uh, in, in the city, in the same city, um, but he is, uh, he's expected to be at the office from nine to five, he works all day long. He's not really, there's no, there's no uh, cause for suspicion or for the possibility he might come home. One doesn't think that. So Moshe Feinstein says as follows, that if he works for himself and therefore he's autonomous, he can come at any moment, so then that would work if he's in the city. But if he works for an, if he's an employee, he works for an employer and he has to clock in and be there at a certain time. So then even though he's in the same city, even though it would be technically by love bit ear, her husband is in town, it doesn't work because uh, there's no suspicion he's going to come home. Chazanish, on the other hand, says, no, as long as he's in town, he's in town, and that's all there is to it, you have the leniency of Baal Be'er. That follows the same two ways of understanding that I mentioned before. That's one example. Next example. Uh, what about a very big city? Uh, New York City has many boroughs. So if you have the one is in Brooklyn, the other one is in Manhattan, or even, uh, you know, Borough Park in Williamsburg. What about areas that have different names and they're like clearly different, different regions, but they're all in the same city? How, how do you view that? So in that case, most postgame are of the opinion that if it's all, it goes as Lina Basar Shema, if it's all called that city, so then it's in the same city. Um, uh, some, you know, they extend that to, uh, to cases like uh, in London, you have Golders Green and you have, um, and you have very, um, um, Hendon, Golders Green, they've got a bunch of different areas there, and they're all different uh, neighborhoods, but they're all within the same city. Some extend it even to different boroughs in, in, in New York City. It's all New York City. But Moshe Feinstein agrees, however, he says that the reason is because of, in contemporary times, we have easy transportation. So again, he gives the practical reasoning behind it, since it's easy to get from one end of the city to the other, even though there might be some traffic, but you can get, you can get there. That's why he agrees to say that a city is a city. Um, how that would play out here in Atlanta is unclear. I don't really know how, to, I mean, if you, as I mentioned yesterday, if you actually draw the city limits, uh, you'll notice that Decatur, which is right here, is not considered to be in Atlanta. So if you're like just over the line, you consider it to be in two separate cities, I don't think that would be, uh, that's not misnabra, it's not reasonable. On the other hand, what about a place like Sandy Spring, which is further north, 20 minutes north of here? I mean, is that, uh, is that we call that Atlanta? Is it yes? Is it not? Dunwoody? What do, you, what do we call that? It has a separate, a separate, uh, um, uh, as a separate region. That's, it's not exa- entirely clear. It probably depends on the situation, and we can speak about it when it's relevant. Uh, no, number three, the final one is, let's, we- let's say the husband doesn't know exactly where his wife is. She's in town. He doesn't know exactly where she is. So there, the Chachmas Adam says that if he doesn't know exactly where she is, then the, the Hetu doesn't apply. Even though they're in the same city, he doesn't know where she is, practically speaking. But Moshe agrees, 
as you would expect based upon the reasoning I've said until now, the different examples I've said until now, except he extends it a little bit. He says that if he can find her, in other words, if she's usually at one of two or three different places, or if she's working in a city and she has a list of places that she goes to regularly, then that would also be okay. That's also called Baila Be'ir. That's called her husband's in this city because practically there's a connection as to where, you know, he could find her. Uh, she knows that he, he knows that she knows that they know where she is. The Chazanish says, no, no need. As long as they're in the same city, even if the husband doesn't know exactly where she is, it's also sufficient to call it Baila Be'ir. So you have these three examples of where these two very diverging opinions about understanding the same leniency and, uh, and how, how it comes out. Rabbi Kharam Nikash Rosh Gashwakal Zakos Esi Salafi Khakhi Bala.